This is Charge Tech Podcast, episode 51. I'm your host, Owen. And I'm your co-host, John. We're going to look at tech under the hood. How's things today, John? Under the hood. Charged under the hood. How's New York? It's the hood. Well, <laughs> actually, I definitely don't live in the hood. I'm a dirty, gentri- I'm a dirty gentrifier. <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh, you know, it's not good. The weather here is beautiful too. How's the weather in Amsterdam? Beautiful. It's summer finally arrived, so I'm indoors. How do you think 51 <laughs> went? Wait, 51? 50. Or how do you think 50 went, yeah? Really good. I think people enjoyed it being on YouTube. I think we should do it again. But like do video calling as well in the hangout, I think. Like let other people hang. Can we can we give a shout out to our number one fan that communicates with us through um iTunes? review comments who is that do they keep leaving reviews i haven't looked in a while it's the same person that always that basically like talks to us through um, amazing you know who i'm talking about you must yeah i i saw that they left like two comments but i didn't realize it's still going i haven't logged in in a little while it's honey chili 77 (laughs) Oh, so good. Shit, dude. So her, his, her, their, they, Sunny Chili. their comment, gender neutral pronoun, mm. was good, good job, boys. Five stars. Overall, love, love, loved episode five, zero. Although <laughs> those giant m- microphones look like Daleks, I was expecting one of them to interrupt <laughs> the podcast and yell, exterminate. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Shit. <laughs> nice. One star. Love Not it. bad at all. <laughs> that's still my favorite review. All right, John, that I want to talk to you about review. drones. Okay. Sorry. Did you see in Australia they're using AI strategy? <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. They're using, <laughs> they're using drones with AI to detect sharks. That's right. Why is that why is that funny? It's just incredible the future is incredible they literally it's unreal they use aerial imagery with drones to a human operator and it automatically detects them like you should go and watch the video it'll be in the show notes it's unreal apparently it's 90 percent more active than humans at detecting drones pretty dope machine learning and drones that's where it's at i'm telling you like Computers are way better than us at the vast majority of things, period. And it's just amazing how many things there are like this out there to solve. That's always what I forget. There's all these weird... This is a random use case, right? Like machine learning for sharks plus drone equals like shark detection to save people on the beach. Crazy. I was trying to think of right now about what... AI and computational machines are not better at us than can't really think of anything. Yeah. Can you think, think of anything? Well, no, I think not. Like there's a lot of I think any sort of like object recognition thing, computers are probably gonna win at that. I mean there's a lot of stuff they're not very good at right now, but it's outside of the realm of machine learning, I think. Or at least like where we are right now like you can talk about yeah computers dreaming up stuff but yeah like over time 
I don't, I can't think like over the next, let's say I, I would put honestly 10 years on it. Like in the Mm -hmm, next mm -hmm. 10 years, I cannot think of something that I think humans will be better at computers than. Mm -hmm. Just you? Not really. I mean, I'm trying to think having a conscience <laughs> i don't know uh, like it's 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 hard to imagine at some point them not out innovating humans i mean the biggest thing is computers walking like, i mean but that's that's a diff- that's a physical world thing right that's robotics well even that like dude boston dynamics or so, have you seen boston's dynamics most recent recent robot yeah crazy and also the thing that disney just came out with like three months ago looks like a proper human like it's crazy yeah unreal unreal the avatar robot as soon as you sent that to me i was like i'm buying disney shares (laughs) i did buy disney shares yeah me too (laughs) it's just like i don't care i buy them i'll wait 10 years i'm long on that it's unreal every time i want to tell somebody how dope disney is because people think it's crazy then you see that. So what do you think, what do you think will be the last thing that computer, that humans are better at computers than before computers Mm. become better than humans at that thing too? Um, well, I can't really think of anything that's not abstract. I'm only thinking about like how people react in a nuanced way. So like emotionally, whereas a computer is always going to choose the statistical, you, you know what I mean? Like, the only thing I nope. think humans are good at is judging empathetically. But even then, but that's I like think, pretty error prone. You don't think humans are, uh, you don't think computers are going to get really good at that? You think you can give computers empathy? I, I, I don't, don't know. So I think one of the things that we're, well, one of the, I think one of the, th- when you go and look at how humans, kind of understand how to approach other humans right. it's a combination of questions you ask and the not just the answer but like the way that the, the something's answered mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like how open and closed the statements are that the other person uses and stuff like that right. and i think we do all of this subconsciously yeah. And then combining that with a series of physical observations of real world reactions to interactions with other people. Right. And so likely people who are highly, let's just air quotes, like sensitive, empathetic, I'm relatively reluctant to put that specific word on this idea only because I think I don't even know if empathy is something that you, I think empathy well, is something you sort of build okay. over time for it, someone. But it's an interesting example them. of this. So uh, maybe empathy was the wrong word, but like, so this week in Germany, the, did you see that they released the self-driving car rules? Like the, the I did not. Okay. So Germany basically have, announced like this, this set of guidelines for self-driving cars, if they're allowed to go on the road in Europe. And one of the interesting things is they said, uh, computers aren't allowed to make a decision based on what they think is best uh, in terms of life or death, right? Because that's always the, you know, how there's this whole thing if you have a self-driving car and like yes, yes, there's, yes a kid, the there's a kid and then an uh, old guy, like who, which one do you kill? Yeah. So Germany basically Just said the, trolley problem. the computer is not allowed to 
read the person's age, height, weight, any of those factors to help determine it. It's only allowed to decide the statistical likeliness of who will live and who will die and assess sure. based on that. And that's so interesting. It may, not, it may not apply a value judgment to it. Right. It's just like you just have to pick. You know what I mean? Like it has to react, but it's not allowed to, uh, yeah, evaluate And the so person. what is it? But it is supposed to minimize the... Minimize casualties. And, and should it try and save the driver f- I guess yeah, that's where it gets tricky. Well, no, because it probably doesn't get tri- tricky because if you're doing a statistical analysis, it's going to come down to some percentage, exact right, percentage. Exactly. And then you just say, if it's 51, it's one side. If it's 50, 40, like just go with the side of the 1% or half percent, whatever, milliscule yeah. percentage, higher probability of likelihood. So of basically saving. the guidelines say that you're allowed to, uh, in order to save drivers the car is allowed to kill animals it's allowed to damage property it's allowed to crash into other objects um it's but they're not cool. allowed to in case of unavoidable accidents it's not allowed to determine age sex physical or mental constitution based on that and basically the computer should record who and what and why when it made that decision at that moment after like for assessment after the crash which is interesting who would be held liable? Well, that's what it's saying. It's it's supposed to re- save and like give a determination on the responsible party in the crash, r- human or computer, basically. No, I know, but I'm saying if then an accident happens, the output, the black box, if you will, is like red in court, and yeah. it was and found the that the computer made the wrong decision. Yeah, well, that's going to be, they, they don't solve that. They just say it should be saved who reacted and why, basically. So it's quite interesting. Right, but then I presume that that can be used later as like, uh, oh, the car made the wrong decision. Yeah, whoops. It had a software bug. <laughs> so it killed him. Like, it's going to happen. And then like, or like, wait until it's like, goes to some court and then some like old school judge is like, oh, but blah, 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 blah. And then right. like, it's like, we're banning self-driving oh, cars God. forever. All self-driving cars must go 10 kilometers an hour. Anyway, it's it's kind of interesting. I'll also put those guidelines in the comments because I think it's the first time I've ever seen like a nuanced set of rules. Yeah, I'd love to see that too. Um, for self-driving. So I'll put them in the comments. But I want to come back to drones for just for one second because I've been building a drone for the last few weeks and we tried to fly <laughs> them today and it was fucking insane for two reasons. First of all, the cost of the parts is incredibly low right now. So you know AliExpress, right? So it's like this... It's like Amazon, but from China, and you can just order anything. You can order like a PCB custom cut for your needs. And so we've, we, a friend, a friend of mine, sorry, a friend and I ordered like all these drone parts, and all of it all together came to like ninety eight bucks, which is wild. That's with a full flight computer, accelerometer, magnetometer, uh, everything, basically everything you'd need to build the drone all of the rotors and stuff and even the software is just wild there's like full computers it's got a quad core uh but it's super interesting because the hardest part about it is we we put it all together and we wanted to fly it today but the hardest part is all the fail safes and stuff like it's just wild like what if the remote disconnects what does the drone do um and uh we <laughs> we started testing the fail safes today and uh so you, you basically like you have to just uh, you you have to plan for like what if the controller disconnects right, and 
so we haven't figured out the kinks because what <laughs> so we, we you basically like hold it down and you test what happens if you lose connection so just unplug your remote or something like that and uh yeah it, it didn't go well uh so we said it that if the drone loses power it should just gradually uh, sorry if it loses remote uh, signal it should gradually land or if it can or look, cut power rather than keep flying because it's worse but um this one when it lost con- signal it cut power but then decided to just like fire on each rotor individually it's just crazy so we have to yeah we have to go to a field or something to do anything more because amsterdam's too built up for it anyway i just want to say that because it's crazy how like down market drone parts have come there's so much you can do it has all of all of the auto volume uh auto, all of the vo- uh leveling stuff in the software you have the remote you can watch video through it it's just unreal how cheap they are yeah the future's weird onward cool so i'll let you know if i die building a drone but i basically almost cut off my finger in a rotor today because it decided to uh do its own thing Oh, and if you hurt yourself, I'll be really upset. Yeah. Well, if I lose a finger in a drone, it's a good story, but I appreciate that. <laughs> I'll try not to. Oh, dear. Anyway, so the reason we're doing it is, um, have you have you seen this FPV ro- drone, drone racing shit? Like, you watch it. You, yes. Yeah, you glue it to your face and drive it. We thought we'd try and do that under 100 bucks, and we managed to do it. We just haven't flown them yet. So on Thursday, we're going to a warehouse to try it, because at least inside a warehouse, you can't kill anybody. <laughs> with your drone so uh i'll report back next week anyway whole foods cool whole foods it happened it's happened f the f the f uh federal trade ftc approved it huh and on the first day they're cutting the price of avocados can you believe it <laughs> <laughs> seems like the thing to do all the hipsters will be happy yeah it's what the craziest thing about it is that uh if you're a prime member from monday you're going to get a discount in the store so i'm very curious how that will work but it's pretty cool i'm a prime member so i'll go into the store on monday and tell you Mm. i imagine they're going to be pretty aggressive in the way that they kind of rejig all of those stores yeah i mean i feel like amazon doesn't do anything half-assed no, exactly. I I imagine they'll do it fast, like a software company owning owning a grocery change. I don't I don't think they're going to mess around. No. So, if they, it'll you know I think the hardest thing will be internal reorganization. Yeah, exactly. Because they've got probably like ten thousand people that come with it right now. So, uh, but I presume one thing Amazon's really good at is organizing its people. Given it's it like I mean think about its complexity, right? Right. There's a bajillion things. Oh, yeah. It's super complex. There's a bajillion things. I think the coolest thing about like, this... As it is today, think about yeah. it, right? Like, just, just think about Amazon for a second, right? There's Amazon. Yep. And then there's AWS, right? Uh, yep. And Amazon now, the book thing. Think, <laughs> and, then, and then Amazon the book thing. So, like, think about first the capital intensity of aws yeah but also how much money it makes aws no number of servers let's have a look here yeah aws number of servers have a google right 
Okay, each of those data centers contains typically 50 to 80,000 servers. Mm -hmm. It is estimated that Amazon has over 1.5 million servers globally. Gardner puts it at closer to two, and that was November 2014. Oh, that's so so many servers. So just think about, like, like, dude, that's at the complexity of managing that amount of physical infrastructure and capital expense is I'd imagine almost nothing compared to running Whole Foods. I don't think Whole Foods is even the the only probably more complex thing maybe about Whole Foods is that Whole Foods has maybe, but I even doubt this is true. Whole Foods has many more individual suppliers and contracts that has to deal with and different payment terms. But even when you think that Amazon is mostly at this point in the business of even building its own servers Mm. that it puts into its data centers, I presume it's not buying its RAM, its hard drives, its chassis and everything from all the same suppliers. So at that point it does get equally probably as complex also, I'm pretty sure that um, people like Whole Foods have more central distribu- dis- distributors that they work with that distribute numerous I think the, um, the store must be the most products. difficult thing to attack out of anything. There's right, so many but that, physical even things. That's not very complex compared. So then go. So that's just that's just there. That's just AWS, yeah, right? Yeah, and and that's already a mind-bogglingly complex yeah. division. Yeah, just AWS the server to, stuff. Right. Then go to AWS like Amazon.com. And like right. we're talking shipping, fulfillment, Ugh. so uh, many hands, like warehouses, so many humans, probably way right. more humans than are needed to run a single Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. Like probably at any given time in Manhattan, there's only like, what, I don't know, 40 people working at a Whole Foods, 50 people working probably at a Whole Foods. Probably more than that, but yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, probably more than that. Probably more like a couple maybe a hundred, right? Yeah, right. Like the big downtown one. But still, that's probably nothing compared to an Amazon fulfillment center or something like that, which is all being replaced by robots anyway. So my real point is when when Amazon looked at Whole Foods, they probably giggled a little bit at the simplicity of how it's being It's cute because you have a shop. It's so easy. Yeah. It's kind of funny when you think about that way. I think they're going to do some interesting stuff. I think they will realize it's a lot harder than they anticipated, maybe. But I I think they're just going to, if they're smart, they'll just gut it. Yeah, you reckon? Just like slim down as much as possible? They'll do exactly what they've slowly been doing with their everything else that they have that has operations that complex. They replace it with, dude, go just Google like Amazon fulfillment warehouse robots in Google News. It's crazy. And there's like... 70 articles have come out in the past like five or six months that are like amazon's fulfillment center robots are better than humans blah 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 blah, blah. like come on yeah they just zip around if they the can shop. do all that shit with servers and um like fulfillment and packing things and getting them shipped and stuff like that i swear i really think a store is going to be a breeze and also right if they're just like if I don't even know. I don't even know. I would be like, we'll see. I think it'll I'm be quiet gonna, like, for the first a, year. 
and then it will just go I'm bananas. not going to make an outlandish prediction on this one, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if we see Whole Foods basically getting slimmed down to like service counters Mm -hmm. and a very slim back end and them effectively being fulfillment center fulfillment centers for amazon prime yeah that makes sense or like restricted to amazon users or something that was a very expensive brand they bought basically yeah i think so and i mean you have to look that you also have to think that all of the stuff that's exclusive to whole foods they just got all of that distribution as well it's all going on Amazon.com. Well, and also the one thing that Whole Foods has done masterfully and the reason that they have been as absolutely like crazily successful as they have in no, for no good reason, effectively, like in a very f- quick amount of time, they right. became very valuable and very good. They, like in the last 10, 15 years, it's been, it's been pretty amazing. The reason is that they have some I, I mean i wouldn't even say it's proprietary but they do a very good job of watching cities and neighborhoods and markets change and emerge right and knowing exactly when the right time to move into and move out of yeah right right different neighborhoods and different geographic regions are i'm just ready and for so i'm just ready for whole foods here we still don't have it the Dutch man. So I think that would be that's going to be really useful for Amazon Prime, yeah. because Whole Foods and Amazon Prime's target demographic tie together incredibly well. Right, right. That makes sense. Upper mid, middle class, upper middle class, and they're above, and that's exactly where Whole Foods puts their stores. So if you can just buy that, like, okay, you guys continue to go put the stores where these people are. Mm. So effectively, you go put the distribution center where our customer is, and put people, yeah, put Amazon in front of those people. We'll utilize, and then we'll utilize your knowledge of how to, you know, spin up and down these effectively what become physical distribution centers for Amazon Prime. And we'll do the logistics and backend stuff. To also, the them. like you, you can, I can see them making them premium stores as well. Why would you? It's like a Whole Foods Plus or a Whole Foods Prime, and you can't go inside unless you have a Prime account. And- no need to. No need to. They can because because they they don't need to because they the thing that they're going to do is they're going to optimize and create so much efficiency in Whole Foods that all those margins that need to exist in Whole Foods right mm. now and why Whole Foods is more expensive than like right. Safeway or Costco are because of a uh, supply chain and a uh, infrastructure and logistics framework that is not optimized using right. So you think it's um, about driving costs down and making it technology. really simple. So yeah. you're walking around the store and stuff, it tells you where to buy stuff or like, I don't know. So not only will it be a bazillion times better than Costco or Walmart, right. but it will also be a little bit cheaper. Right. And they'll still be driving much bigger margins. Interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Well, I wish I had one here so I could oh. like see the difference, but report back next week. All right. Well, why? I'll do it. All right. Next, Waymo has a self-driving heaven and... Okay, I just want to say, crazy article. They have these crazy simulation facilities, basically. Um, it's wild. I should link you to it. I think I've talked about this before. Yeah, I think you talked Didn't about I? it like vaguely, though, because I don't know if you were allowed to say everything. <laughs> so, I think now... Hmm, what am I allowed to say? There's a lot in this I think thing. it's okay for me to say 
and in everything. Or well, they basically well, made a basically, whole neighborhood to drive around self-driving cars. Oh. This thing, it's like inside a fence. It's a fake neighborhood called Castle. I think what I talked about before was that. So basically, um, so do you know UL? Have you ever heard of UL? UL.com? UL is Underwriter Laboratories, and they basically, um, they like are a standards company, and they put the create and then certify um, basically mostly electronics devices mm-hmm. coming in from overseas um, to make sure that they're safe and meet uh, regulatory standards in uh, the U.S. So almost everything that you have in your home, and actually they're international, so I'd be curious to know if it's true in <laughs> Europe as well. But in the U.S., almost everything that you have in your home, um, if you pull the plug out and look at the back of the plug, there's a bunch of um, stamps, yeah. uh, certification stamps yeah. embossed into the plug. One of them is usually a circle with a U and an L on it, mm-hmm, which means mm-hmm. it's UL certified, which means it's gone through that certification process. Right. They um, are getting into software. Oh. And they're a very cool company, by the way. And they're very interested in to. Uh, specific areas right now smart mm-hmm, cities mm-hmm. io well three areas smart cities iot and um and auto on, and uh, autonomous vehicles and they have an investment fund um that is really cool mm-hmm. and they invest in a lot of things that are related to those types of things right and one of the things that they invested in which i think is the hmm. thing that i told you about a couple weeks ago or three or four weeks ago right is a a uh, self-driving car simulator. So if you're self-driving car, if you're an OEM, an, a manufacturer of a self-driving car, and your cars have not driven in a city um, before, and right. therefore haven't seen the roads before, and therefore haven't learned them, you can send one of your self-driving cars to this company and they will drive it through their simulator of whatever cities that you want to train the self-driving cars on. Mm -hmm. And the self-driving cars will then understand those cities. And so, and that's going to be really important because one of the things that you and I have talked about a lot is that Tesla is so far ahead because Mm. it's been recording so much data for such a long time. Just in every car. And that, Right. And that Waymo is second ahead because they've just been working on this for so so long. (laughs) Yeah. But if you can buy the ability to train a a car on a city or train a car on a scenario, you will have that knowledge too. One of the things I find, one of the things I don't understand and no one's really been able to give me a straight answer on, and maybe I'm just going to have to go to some like computer science, like supercomputer scientist or mathematician and ask them is why you can't just download that like, uh, like, uh, like a map or whatever into the software. Like why do you have to drive the car through a simulator instead of just downloading this thing onto the car? I think there's too many random things right now, right? But yeah, it's kind of the the self-learning nature of a neural network. But that's the idea later, right? Because you'll be able to apply the neural net 
that's the thing. It's all about getting the data and crunching it into a set. Yeah. Because like otherwise you yeah yeah you'd download it later. I think because if you look at the way that you could download the that's sets, what Apple yeah. does right now um, with iOS eleven they download a pre-trained neural net to your phone that knows X and Y if you if you use it in an app or whatever. Um, but it so gets better the, internally as well. If I understand what Waymo is doing correctly, it's actually even more crazy than that. Not only are they um, driving their self-driving cars through things that they haven't seen before mm-hmm. by getting... by by building renders from like pictures and stuff like that. Right. They are also creating simulators with millions of deviations of different scenarios that could happen and training the cars on that too. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. All of the above. That's the thing. Yeah. So that's like, that's like a, I'm super fascinated to know how the self-driving <laughs> stuff's going to play out well, because there's like these advantages that are seeming advantages that may not be advantages if commoditization mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the underlying thing happens. So like if these simulator things get really, really good, then maybe Tesla's advantage of having all this data becomes less relevant. Right. Sure. The interesting thing about all of these things is that a lot of the companies that started in self-driving have started to scale back ambitions like uber is struggling a lot at the moment um in the media and i don't know if you saw this crazy report um about apple's well i think one as you, well. basically if you don't if you're not like if you're not all in it's too late <laughs> i don't know well and yeah if you don't have well at this point as of today today if you don't have your hardware and your software mm. your operating system and your proprietary hardware sets right. and your supply chains on those well and truly figured out and ironed out yeah like tesla and waymo do you're not just far behind it's like you may as well it's also just gonna be like, frustrating I'm not quite sure like yeah because they're already past that like waymo has massive software and hardware integration figured out at a huge scale right and so now they're just perfecting the software. Right. Like they're just getting it good now. So did you read this and one about Apple? sort of the same way. So basically. Well, Apple's always, but hmm? I didn't, I just, this pisses me off so much. Which part of it? <laughs> the whole thing. Cause it's like. They basically couldn't decide if they wanted a fully autonomous or semi-autonomous. reported as new news again. Yeah. No, but what's happened is they basically, we've found out now that Apple literally couldn't decide if it's fully autonomous or semi-autonomous, so the project just blew up. Uh, I was just saying, I was just saying, um, it's kind of funny because they wanted to reinvent a lot of the parts, and I think Apple lost sight of just actually building this thing. Like, their ambitions have scaled back to, we're going to make a self-driving bus that shuttles people around, you know? I don't think they're even going to do that. Like, I don't know why Apple's trying to get into transit. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's it's just weird. The whole thing is weird. It sounds like they just have no idea what to do. So I think if they're smart, which well we'll see. They're basically what what Tim Cook said was um, we know a lot about AI because we've been doing Siri for a long time, and right. so we actually could build really good software for cars. And so we're going to focus on the platform because we also do really good consumer experiences. And yeah, so they wanted to build the software. And they've, but you know what though? Think about it, dude. How long has CarKit existed for? A bajillion years. They've had an agreement with car manu- OEM car manufacturers for like 
they've been building car software for a long time. Right. It's not a surprise at all. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're right. I think they'd be better to build the platform. And that's what they keep saying. But it's kind of interesting to hear that, like from inside the company so, that they well, tried. Well, I think what happens is journalists do what I do, which is like they look at the movements of engineers and stuff like that on LinkedIn. And then mm-hmm. they surmise from that what they think is sort of happening a little bit. And then they like sure. say, hey, did this person leave and go to this company? And then they'll say, yeah, an insider source says that. Uh, yeah, although this is pretty specific. Left. This huh? is pretty specific because, I mean, if you if you read this thing, first of all, they say that Apple couldn't even agree if the car should be built on Swift or C++. Apple couldn't agree on whether it should be reinventing wheels to be domes or not. They focused for months on trying to redesign a LiDAR to make it less ugly but failed. Like... There's a lot of specific stuff. I think they were like they went into but, this all in. Apparently, the project was huge, by the way. But um, how many things do you think they've done that with over the years? Like lots. Oh, but, but a bajillion. Like that's the crazy thing. It's like if you think about it, I'm sure Apple has literally made like internet connected pants at some point. Like I'm sure. just out of curiosity. I'm sure. Like why not? Internet connected uh, sweatshirts. Yeah, let's do it. Shoes. I'm more yeah, interested to see what happens with the next iPhone. Me too. That's where I want to talk about last. We haven't got a ton of time left, but I heard, so there's a lot of there's a lot of rumors, and I hate talking about rumors, but it is close now, um, and there's a lot of talk about it. So the New York Times basically confirmed that it's going to be the nine 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 hundred ninety nine dollars for the iPhone eight, and it's going to have this crazy like bezel screen, like low bezel screen, kind of like what you're seeing on Samsung's phones right now. Which is interesting in itself because Samsung's beating them to it. But hey, um, so it's going to have like a notch cut out of the top of the screen for the sensor array and the rest of it is like edge to edge. But the biggest thing that was interesting for me is that they're rejigging all the cameras uh, to focus on AR, which is crazy. But it makes sense, right? Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> yeah, but there's, a, there's a couple of compromises with this. I mean, uh, the AR thing is crazy. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that they're going to launch a VR thing very soon. Uh, I don't know if it's this year, but I think the AR is part of that. It's a first cut at it. It's like, here's how you can experience it. And the demos that are coming out are just wild. You know, until very recently, it's funny because a lot of people are like, AR has failed. And you're like, no, well, think about it this way. AR failed because all of the people building stuff for it, it was all proprietary before. Apple's going to put this on the market. and like, There's no platform. It's there. The platform's free. If there was use no an iPhone. platform before. Now there's a platform. Yeah, there's a platform, and millions of people have it in their pockets. Dude, it was very. It's very, very obvious. I've been saying this since, like, dude, you literally, like, you and I almost, I think, talked about this for like forty minutes once about how the iPad is the perfect augmented reality device. Right. It's Hover enormous. it over a table, <laughs> put special little pucks underneath that it can read that will generate pieces of information. Dude, you are going to see so much crazy innovation and so much AR integration into applications. Unfortunately, the annoying thing is AR may become the new social media and then yeah, that's going to exactly. be really annoying because then it's going to be like, yeah. download our AR app and you can get special tips on how to use the ATM. Yeah, and you're like, you can only you can only talk if uh, you like pointed at stuff. Yeah, I know. It's going to be like, get download the app to get a coupon code with your computer. It's going to be super that annoying. That being said, AR, AR interactions in the real world are going to be so rich 
like when they're done have you well, seen some of like them at they're airports real. and Unreal. stuff like that yeah at airports and stuff like that Air, like oh dude, even just like for modeling I love, things I can't or seeing wait. a map hey, if anyone knows anyone at delta airlines yeah. web team give me a call i will take <laughs> a week of my time and come down to to your like offices and explain to you how getting me to my gate letting me know mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. gate changes helping me navigate uh oh please TSA and stuff using ar will be awesome if i can open the delta app and you will have a make the screen transparent so i can see what's in front of me and just give me little arrows that i can follow and i don't mm-hmm. even have to read the signs in the airport anymore and figure out c2 to 31 is that way and d so that oh i go left oh that's the wrong just you know like ah those things will be great i can't wait for that i think there's going to be even crazier stuff that they can do uh, and they're coming to I think at launch there won't be a lot of cool stuff but once this thing's on the market it's going to change pretty quick the interesting thing is the price point right they're basically apparently releasing the iPhone 8 along alongside the 7s and they're positioning it as the premium one with better technology better screens better cameras right 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 you won't even need a gate um, agent anymore what's that you won't even need a gate agent anymore you like yeah. go up to the gate <laughs> you're with your still phone <laughs> and you're like, sorry, I'm like thinking about the whole airport experience looking through oh, my phone. I love it. I, I want to know what you think about having a third iPhone in the lineup. Uh, just out of curiosity, like it's a thousand dollars. Like, okay. it's a lot, but it's an interesting experiment to like bring higher end features and it, a lot, you know, if you want to buy the higher end stuff, fine, get it. Uh, you know, it's on the market now. And then if you don't want it, who cares? Just buy the cheaper one. I, th- I would say this: if it's a thousand dollars, but it's gonna do something that what's well, about allows the screen right me now? to put aside, I like if it removes one thing that I take my laptop out to do, mm-hmm. so it becomes one step closer to removing a laptop from my life. Then I would definitely try it. If it's like. And well, I'm going to do it anyway. Who am I kidding? So it doesn't really matter. But I guess this would be my evaluation criteria if I wasn't just going to do it anyway. And then if but if it's just like a better, eh, I would just if it's if it's good AR and it's like way better AR and it's got an amazing GPU built for AR and there's mm-hmm. good, and they've like partnered with people and there's going to be integrations with airports and taxi companies and like I can my like um, Apple Pay. But gets at launch, better, you're buying like, into the vision of that. Yeah. But that's fine. That's the if it's that's the thing. If there's a proprietary hardware thing that I get that allows me to do that better, I'll I like then yeah for sure. The biggest thing I'm bummed about is Touch ID going away. But if the face recognition is as good as they're saying there's, like it'll be interesting. Uh, I I personally would prefer fingers. That's probably the biggest thing that bothers me. Um, um let me think about that tech, for a second. The I don't know. Face is, is way very, better, dude. Why? I have one face and ten fingers. Yeah. Uh, what happens when you die? So how do I how do I stop the TSA from pointing my phone at my face to unlock it? How do you? Well, you don't give them your phone if they have your phone anyway. They're going to be unlocking. You it. have to. You have to. Uh, no, but with Touch ID, they have to actually get my hand. Right with this well, thing, you can basically fire it up and point it at you. Yeah, which I don't know. It just seems it seems like a downgrade. I, I don't. I don't really that, get it. That's a little bit of a stretch. I think. I don't think so. 
I think it's a hundred percent a downgrade of like you have a lot no of way. control over something I that like you touch. It, I like it better. I think one of the, the so the creepiest thing that I've heard is people what? unlocking dead people's iPhones using their fingers. Uh, I don't know. Is that true? I don't know if that's yeah, true. It I, is. It, I read an article the other day about how I read an article oh, the other gross. day about this. You'd have like, to like warm up the fingers. <laughs> no, you don't have to warm up the finger because it just takes a photo no, of the finger. No, Touch ID also relies on heat. It does you use have to the warm it up. sensor. Yeah. You can't. Uh, that's what they, I remember they tried it, but I'm sure that they just warmed them up. Like it's probably a fact that they left out of it. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. I just I just don't know if I'm 100% on board with Face ID, but I'm trying to be open-minded to it. Like, I don't know. It just seems very strange to me to not, like, put it on the back. Because apparently they removed it because they couldn't figure out how to embed it in the display yet, so. Well, not just Classic. that, but it's like another chip that's going to take up power and CPU and everything if they can do it with something that already exists. Yeah, but sure. Like, think about how, like, the Touch ID technology is incredible. Like, it's got this secure enclave. It's got all of that stuff. It's quite a special piece of you technology. You don't think they'll do that exact same thing with the how do you, camera? Uh, yeah, I'm sure they will, but it's a bullshit downgrade. That's the thing. Like, I have one so, face. That's what I keep saying. Like, I have one face. And the only argument for face technology is you don't happen to leave fingerprints behind, uh, you know, if you're using your face. <laughs> I don't know. So I what just think, about I this? Think it's a hard, I think it's a hard narrative. Like, it's a hard narrative to say, well, it unlocks with your face now, so, you know, it's more secure. Like, I don't agree with that. They're going to sell it like that, but it's actually a technical compromise at the end of the day. I don't know. I feel like you're... you're um yeah then you know what then don't buy the iphone if you're like that worried about secure like oh I, like no no I, that's but i no it's not about that it's just about the narrative right they're gonna say it's better but it doesn't necessarily it's mean it's gonna it be better for 99.9999999 percent of people who are not gonna get pulled into tsa yeah yeah, but that doesn't mean the security is better. That's just the marketing. It's just marketing. It's the just marketing. Prob- doesn't the mean it's better. Is if you, uh, the doesn't security mean it's is better. likely the security is likely comparable, if not maybe even marginally better improvement. That's what the marketing will the tell you. For the <laughs> yes, vast, that's the point. For the, for, oh, and for the vast majority of people. No, but that's not the point. For the mass, vast majority of people, like they don't they don't need something else. That's what I'm saying. The only the only reason I think this is interesting, and this is why I'm open minded about it, is I think Touch ID is still a barrier to security. A lot of people don't set it up because they think it's complicated, they think it's annoying, they think it misses all the time. So if Apple can figure out, like, there's a lot of issues to solve with the camera, right? Like, there's dark um, lighting, but they can probably use IR for that and 3D mapping, especially if they've got AR cameras in there. There's a couple of other things. So if they can make it easier than Touch ID, I'm on board with that. You know what I mean? Like. I agree with you that if they can bring the same or better level of security to more people, that's interesting. Or the same or worse-ish, it's okay. Because that's the biggest challenge with Touch ID is people just don't use it because what if I have wet fingers? What if I do this? Right. So basically if it's like, okay, when you're setting up your iPhone, we're getting rid of, like, imagine they just got rid of everything and you actually had to do this. So it's like, Mm -hmm, you're setting mm -hmm. up your iPhone, it takes a picture of your face, one picture of your face... Maybe two but pictures of your face, or it's like. Hold I also this don't. Fo- I hope they're not going to make me see my face. You know, like I don't like the idea of it. I would. I would say. Your face. 
I like, would what if it's on the table? 90, what if I would say that there's this is a 99% chance of how this is going to work. You can go through the setup process. It's going to ask you to hold the phone in front of your face for 30 seconds and rotate your hand, like move your hand around yeah. in a circle or something like or that. Turn your, yeah, yeah, tipping yeah, yeah. the phone or tip, turn your head or something. Yeah. Hold your phone in front and turn your head I up don't, and down. I actually left, don't right, think up, you need to down, do that left, either. Right? I think it'll do, it'll ask you to do that for, I bet you don't, but like, I bet Apple will just do this to get a bazillion data points. It probably, you probably have to go around your face for 3D. And then for 30 seconds, and then it'll say, okay. And then 30 seconds is a fail. As soon Five as seconds. you push, as soon as you push, hold the phone up and push the button on the side, the little power button, it won't even, it's just open. It'll just be open. Mm-hmm. It'll just be open. I just hope that you up. never have to see it. You won't. You'll like, just push the button on the side and it'll be open. It will have, uh, we'll it see. will have, before we'll it even what turns the screen on the off, desk? it will have, before it already turns the screen off, it will have activated the motion detector, known that the phone is in motion up towards something, turned on the camera, started doing face detection, looked mm-hmm, for your mm-hmm. face, determined it's you before it even lights up the screen or before you even push yeah. the button to say, hey. Right. It'll exactly. Just be open. It's going to be pretty interesting. Like, if I'm they, very curious how it, it should, well, it's going it should to be, be that way. If they don't do it that way, I'm going to be well, pissed off. You know, the other thing about what, yeah, the thing, the reason I was like, ah, 30 seconds is a long time is, do you remember two years ago they introduced face scanning in the photos library? It's <laughs> like, so good. They don't even Dude, need your face. Face they scanning need is it. so good. They could just say, like, wh- which one is you? I was <laughs> hanging out with Ben Yuretsky. And no, but if you want it to be like that degree of perfect where it's already op- like detected, like it's opening, the ex- mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. detecting the accelerometer, opening the camera. And as you're even moving it off the table, it's already starting to look for the right. edges of your face. Like you're going to have to do a 3D model of the face. But anyway, that aside, I was hanging out with Ben Yuretsky the other day and I was like, hey, have you seen this face detection album auto generation thing that the iPhone does? And so he was like, whoa, this is cool. So he was scanning through the album of him. And there was a Slack conversation and like a screenshot of a Slack conversation. And he was like, why is this in here? And I looked at it and I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, oh, maybe it detected my name or something like that. And then all of a sudden I realized the tiny, tiny, tiny avatar of him in the photo on the Slack screenshot on the iPhone. And right. I was like, whoa, it got his face from that tiny little avatar that's like, you know, 10 by 10 <laughs> pixels or something like that in the corner right. of the screenshot. That's really very it's good. It's crazy, man. It really, really works. So I guess that's in like probably two and a half weeks. But the interesting thing is like there's still no date. It still hasn't leaked. So maybe it's going to be later than normal. Like it's hard to say this year. Um, but yeah, I think we'll be talking about this a lot next month. We'll probably be like, holy shit, AR, oh my God. Anyway, so um, I'm very I'm very much so looking forward to the bezel-less phone future. Like it's kind of cool. They look beautiful, you know, like the the technology is awesome and uh, like OLED is awesome, especially for AR stuff. Um, because when you show black on the screen, it doesn't use battery and it doesn't like light up. It's very, very cool. Anyway, John, I think that's enough nerding out this week. It's quite the nerding. So, that All of the nerding. <laughs> anyway, it's been a while, so I just have to say the things and then we can go do the rest of the weekend. <laughs> oh, I have a book club recommendation this oh, week. Okay. I just finished a book and I can recommend it. Yeah, it's it's worth reading. It's called The Bad Samaritans, The Myth of Free Trade and the Secret History of Capitalism by Ha Jun Chang. Uh, Chang, 
who is a Korean, um, South Korean um, economist. Mm -hmm. And it's a very interesting, um, it's a very interesting read. I actually listened to it on uh, audiobook because I, um, I'm obviously super dyslexic and hate reading, but right. so it is on the audiobook on Audible too. It mm-hmm. is a hard book to get through. Um, it's quite long and it's, okay. but it's incredibly, incredibly interesting. And I highly recommend, highly recommend. Okay. It'll be in the show notes and that's where I come into the spiel. Chargepodcast.com. All the links are there. You can watch the amazing YouTube thing of the hangout we did. I think we should do it again soon. Um, but all the show notes are there. You can also email us at hello at chargepodcast.com. But anyway, I'm curious what people think about the, like this rumors of this iPhone thing. Uh, so email us hi at chargepodcast. Wait, no. Yeah. Hi at chargepodcast.com. Uh, John and I will definitely reply to you. Other than that, please review us, put a hibiscus emoji. It's chill until next week. We will hang out again, John. And on one Thursday. thing. Yes. Everyone should do. What? Is prepare themselves for the um, mind-boggling and mind-blowing changes that are going to happen in physics over the next five years. And on that tip, that you're going to tell us about that next week, so you should tune in for that. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be on here forever. <laughs> Bye, Biscuit Owen. Bye, Biscus, John. Bye, Biscus. Goodbye.